You are listening to Challenge to Lead, five-minute thought nuggets to inspire you to be better. Hey, it is story time. What is Becca going to do with her life in the near future? I'm so glad you asked. Let me tell you. A little backstory before we get into that. My background is that I went to school for mechanical engineering on a military scholarship. I went into the Navy for four years. I got out of the Navy. I did mechanical engineering for six years, roughly. And then I was traveling all the time. And so I needed something closer to home. After my third daughter was born, I decided to start rehabbing houses. That was amazing. That was super fun. I did that starting in 2013. So for the past nine years, I've been investing in real estate and about three and a half, almost four years ago, the opportunity came to me to become a full-time staff member of the mastermind that I was a part of, the Real Estate Investing Mastermind, Seven Figure Flipping, and run the membership department, help build out this amazing member experience, which I had been on the journey with this mastermind since its inception and got to see it go from just an idea to, um, okay, this is a successful thing. Okay, we've got a couple products and to really building out into this full-fledged like CRM with an experience, loving on this community, growing our membership tenure from you know a year to, to two years almost. And just, it was amazing. I loved it. However, the travel started getting crazy again as we built more and more into this mastermind. And my husband's job as well also started requiring more and more brain power and more and more travel on his part until early last year, we kind of hit this breaking point and said, something's got to give. So even though I loved my membership experience, I needed to step away from the full-time role of membership director, which I did in June. When I left that role, I very intentionally said, I'm not going to do anything for at least six more months. And I will use this six months to rest and reset and reflect to, to check off some life goals that I have done, that I've wanted to do for a long time, and to be very intentional about what the next phase of this journey looks like. So for me, I've been in this kind of transition phase, and it was glorious. I left in June, I went on a five-week road trip out west, saw five national parks, it was amazing. I spent time with my kids, I got my house back in order, I got my life back in order. I would like to say I got my health back in order, but that's not true. I think I got so excited about working out that I ended up tearing a muscle in my back, so okay, you know, I was four out of five, let's say. I got my garage cleaned up. I redid my kitchen cabinets. I mean, just a phenomenal six months. And sometime in like December time frame, I started thinking, what's next year going to hold for me? Oh, and I started coaching swimming, uh, my kids' swim team, which was amazing. I, I love it. It's actually going to go for a couple more weeks. And so I, in December, started thinking, once swim team is over, what, I think I'm ready to start my next phase of this journey, what does that look like? So if you're in a time of transition, I would counsel you to sit down and write out what is really important in the next phase of your journey and to put those like five, if you could, you know, wave your magic wand and have the perfect career, what would it look like? And then the goal is to get 60 or 70% of that, right? 70 or 80% would be great. And I sat down and I, I actually started this idea book because as an entrepreneur, I have ideas all the time. Everywhere I look, I see opportunities for improvement and excitement and wonderfulness. I'm a really annoying friend to have and a really great friend to have in that regard. Um, And so I, I kept this idea book and I noticed that some ideas kept rising to the top again and again and again. And my brain would kind of get stuck on them and think, well, if I did go down that path, then I could do this. And then a few days later, the same thing. 
So that would be my, my first challenge to you if you're in a transition place. Start writing down what's really important to you, but let it be an iterative process. You don't have to figure it all out in one sitting. Just start the conversation with yourself. I did that, and what I came up with is that I still need to be the primary parent for my family. A full-time gig is not in my future, nor do I actually want a full-time gig. I think that our household is running really well, much more smoothly. I feel like a very supportive spouse. I feel like a good parent, you know, as good as, as you can be when you have teenagers. <laughs> and I feel whole, I should say, on a lot of fronts. So really what I'm looking for is a mental outlet, 10 to 15 hours a week. That was my my first thing, 10, maybe 20 hours a week, right? That will fit into... I can make calls and and do follow-up and do business stuff during this time period. And then I thought, I want something that takes all of the skills that I have built to this point and the ones that I really love, I want to continue down the path with them. I want to get better at them. I want to refine them and I want to use them to make a difference. So that was my second thing that I thought of. The third thing was I want to travel on my timeline. So I'm, I'm not opposed to travel. I love traveling actually, but I, I need to make sure that I can schedule it on the dates that work for me because my husband has his work trips uh, that come up pretty often. And I want to work with people with just these high caliber people who are want to change the world, who are hard workers, who know that they have to make tough decisions, who are looking to be better versions of themselves. And I want this thing that even though I might start at 10 to 20 hours a week this year and next year, I want the opportunity for whatever I do now to grow over time. So those were my requirements. 10 to 20 hours a week, uh, travel when I want to, (laughs) build on the skills that I previously had, work with really high caliber, awesome people, and the opportunity to grow this business over time, this opportunity over time. So I started calling up my mentors and just talking it through and saying, here's what I'm thinking. Here's some ideas. Am I missing anything? Should I consider something else? And here's the ideas that I came up with. The first and foremost, I got into real estate investing because I really, I come from a sustainability, energy efficiency background. I discovered this architect named um, Ross Chapin and Sarah Susanka, and they built, they focus on building these small houses that are so intelligently and thoughtfully built that they live very large. Um, And one of the things that Ross Chapin does is he builds these pocket neighborhoods, which are small houses, 12 to 16 small houses around a central green that are really designed to live efficiently and to build community. I mean, that is me right there. Love that. And I started going on this path and I thought, whatever I do, I really want to learn at the feet of someone who is a master in this arena. So I considered going to work for a builder and being their project manager and just saying, teach me development. I want to do this. But that would really require being on their timelines and I don't think would give me the flexibility that I need right now. Um, So I tabled that, but I do think that's in my future. The second thing that I considered was investing, continuing my real estate investing journey by um, being the GP, the general partner on a campground and doing all the the acquisition of a campground, turning it into a resort, maybe putting in some short-term glamping stays, going down that path, that'd be amazing. I love this idea. I even created the marketing that I would do. I built a website for owners to go get their easy offer. Um, But when I talked about it with my husband, he's like, you know, the risk profile on that is pretty high. And (laughs) I just don't want that stress. I don't need that additional stress right now. And I was like, okay, noted. It's not the time for that. I was approached by some people to be their COOs, um, come help them get their businesses organized, help hire their team, manage and train. Um, Very flattered amazed love that people want me to do that I think I'd be phenomenal at it I think the people that approach me I would love to work with 
However, again, that doesn't allow me the time freedom, right? So by having this very clear criteria of what I need for the next, um, well, my youngest is 10. So probably the next six or seven years, let's be honest, by the time she's 14 or 15, she's not going to want anything to do with me. So at least for the next four or five years, (laughs) Um, being the COO for somebody's company, I don't feel like I could give that all the attention that it needs. But but we're definitely onto something there, which is hiring and managing teams is one of my strong suits. So I started thinking more about that. The next thing, somebody approached me to be an event planner for an amazing company, but it would be a full-time gig. And again, even though that'd be so much fun working with amazing high caliber people and hits a couple of the buckets, it doesn't actually get where I need to go. Which brings me to my final point, which is this hiring and management consulting. And the more I thought about this, the more excited I got. I actually have had some people ask me to be their business coach. And I'm not saying no to that. Um, You know, you can pay me like $150 an hour and I'll be your business coach. But that that doesn't really get to the heart of what I really love and I'm really good at. Because even if I did that, I would want access to this tool that I've had in my tool belt since 2016 called Culture Index. And Culture Index is basically personality survey that tells you what your what your inherent traits are and also how you have to behave at work and you are the best when your inherent traits line up with how you have to behave to be effective in that job not only is it a great hiring tool in terms of it it helps you identify who the right person is for the seat that you're trying to hire but it also is an amazing management tool it basically takes data and breaks down all of the problems that you're having in your in your management structure and it'll, it'll show you exactly why you and, and another teammate or another employee are having conflict. And it'll help you sort through how to get more productivity out of your team in general. I mean, it's just, it's a phenomenal tool. We used it in my real estate business. We used it at Seven Figure Flipping. We used it within our membership. Just, it is a goldmine. And so when I started thinking about this, I thought, why don't I do what my coach did for me with Culture Index? Why don't I go provide that service to other people and show them how to use data to become way more effective at hiring, at managing, and at getting better results from your team. Um, And so that's where I'm heading. I had a conversation with Culture Index this past week. We uh, gave it the green light, and I'm going to learn from um, some absolute masters in the arena about how to become the absolute best hiring and management coach ever so that my clients can be phenomenal. And I I am so excited. Literally the day after I had this conversation, I was like freaking out happy. Um, Just, you know, you've made the right choice. And I looked at my boxes and I said 10 to 15 hours to start. I can control how many clients I take on, which is phenomenal. I can control when the um, seminars are like you, you start with basically you get access to this tool. And then you have to get trained in how to use the tool. All the hiring managers have to get trained. So you have to do this two day workshop. Okay, I can decide when that's going to be. It builds on the skills that I have previously been honing to this point. I get to work with amazing entrepreneurs and business owners. And I have the opportunity to grow this over time. So that is my story. We're way longer than five minutes. Um, Maybe there's not a challenge to you as a leader here, except to just think about what success looks like in the next five years or 10 years for you and make sure that you are on that path to gaining it. Will this be easy? No. 
Will I mess up along the way? Absolutely. <laughs> but will I have a lot of fun doing it? I think 100% I will. In fact, when I talked to the owner of Culture Index, he has my same personality um, profile, which is amazing. I have not met many other people that have mine. And I said to him, I said, you see my dots. What are your concerns? What do you think is going to be difficult for me with this? And he said, I've been doing this for like 50 years. I love it every single day. He said, you are going to have so much fun doing this and you are going to be so good at it. So that's my story. That's where I'm heading. If you are a small business owner and you are stuck in the hiring, you realize how much money bad hires cost you, <laughs> like tens of thousands of dollars, and you are tired of doing that over and over and over again, give me a call. Let's figure this out. Let's make some magic happen. For the rest of you, have a great day. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I appreciate it and I appreciate you. I have two challenges for you right now. Number one, stop. Take some time to think about what you just heard and apply it to your life and your situation and use it to be better today. Two, I have a goal to get to 100 more subscribers. So if you got something out of this and would share it, I would greatly appreciate that. Have a great day.